Welcome to the You and Me podcast, the podcast for real brides looking for real advice. This episode of Wedding Planning Q&A is brought to you by The Bridal Journey and Wonderlust Creative. Today in the show, we discuss how far can you go when requesting these, those bridesmaid duties and what is the limit on what they should have to do. We talk supplier contract agreements and what to look for when first booking your wedding vendors. And lastly, the money debate between families. What is the process if they all contribute the same yet want different amounts of control? How are you, Laura? I'm, I'm good, Andy. It's How Friday again. It's, it's Friday. Saturday, Sunday. Mm. It's Friday yeah. again. <laughs> it's Saturday, Sunday. Mm. <laughs> um, well, we're really good because it's Friday. Yeah. So it feels um, a bit like Groundhog Day, doesn't it? Uh, <laughs> do you know what this week it actually does? It oh, actually does. God. I feel like, yeah, my like I feel like one of like a, a hamster. You know, Ham's doing those little circular things. Yeah, because your wedding season's you picking going. up massively, isn't it? It's been crazy. We've had one, two, three, you were nonstop. Four. We've had five weddings in March, and we've got another four coming in April. Um, which, if anybody needs to know whether or not for a planner that's kind of busy, then yes, it is. Um, yeah. And we've had quite a few come through from postponing from the year before. So we are just crazy. But we're good. We're good. We can have a wedding. So you know what? No complaints here. Yeah. And hopefully with the vaccine, it's smooth sailing. Just up from here. Up from here. And how are you? Are you good? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. We were just talking offline about your slow cooker. That's exciting. I was just saying um, I... It's very domestic of you. Yes. Well, I listened to Beyond the Bump for anyone Mm. that has a child or is pregnant. It's a really good one, isn't it? One of the co-hosts is Sophie, who I grew up with. And they interviewed just another mummy blogger. And she talks about all about organization. And she said, on a Sunday put all your different meats in the slow cooker because obviously you're not having to cook. You're just chucking your meats in the slow cooker. Mm. So it's not that difficult. And you can walk away. For the week, for your me- weekly meals, Yeah, put them in a container, put them in the fridge. So when you are ready to cook your meals for the weeknights, your meat's already cooked. Because I always find that the hardest thing is cooking your meats, don't you think? Yeah, it takes when you're the longest. Cooking. Mm. So you just cook it all on a Sunday, put it in your little containers and then it's ready to go. You just I pull it that. out. If you're making tacos, cook your taco meat in your slow cooker, put it in a container on Monday night when it's taco night, Best. you just have to get meat out and just chop all your veggies. I love that. Easy. Easy. It's meal and prepping. Then it inspired me to get um, a weekly meal planner to-do list and shopping list off Etsy. Yes. And they're like these acrylic boards that are magnet that stick on your fridge. I haven't got them yet. I know that you're looking at my fridge. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, where are these And things? you just put them on and you write on it and then you can just rub mm. it out. Yeah. And everyone can see it and everyone knows what's going on. So Best. exciting. I love that very organized yes. of you. but do you know what with a baby you need to be organized yes so that is me so good yeah Amazing. so life is looking up <laughs> because life you are is domestically organized you need to be though you have a baby and a business and a life so yeah. you need All to right. be organized well we've got a question from maddie she sent us in a voice memo okay let's maddie go. let's hear Hi guys, absolutely love your podcast. I was just wondering if you could do an episode on bridesmaids duties. Um, I'm getting married next year and I'm having a little bit of trouble knowing what to delegate to them and what to ask of them on the day. Thanks guys, bye. Mm, Bridesmaids duties, hey. I, mm, 
I kind of think, and I don't think Maddie would have meant it like this, but I think that having a list of jobs for them kind of defeats the purpose of the modern day bridesmaid. And that's just my opinion. But for bridesmaids and groomsmen, and I know that there's a lot of chatter in this industry at the moment about what to call parties of couples. Anyway, let's not even get into that. But I kind of feel like the only real jobs your bridesmaids should have on the wedding day is to be there to... uh, Do you think organise your hens? Well, yeah, but a lot of people want to know what they're doing. They don't want a surprise. Like, they don't want a surprise. We had an episode, we released an episode last week about like how sometimes like hen's days reflect the wild bridesmaid and how much fun she wants to have rather than the person getting married kind <laughs> of thing true, you know you've got to be really it's everyone careful. else's idea rather yeah. than the actual bride. totally totally like <laughs> my girls a very good point mm, my girls organized my hands and I mean this was years ago and I was a totally different person but I was like 100% stripper like 100% no games Dick no stalls. dresses no I didn't want any of that I oh. just wanted a really 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 nice cocktail bar and then a really 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 wild party all out they had games oh, they had the, games. and I'm just like this is not so not me yeah see but I, it was so I hate a couple games. of them I hate games I don't want to dress up in toilet paper like I'm no, going to you. well this is we're going to a hands in a couple of weeks yes. for my best friend she loves singing so we've done karaoke so that's good. And she that's just, a reflection of her, right? Yeah, and mm. she kind of like loves kind of being the centre of attention. <laughs> so we also got a drag queen just to lift yep. up the vibe at the karaoke yep. place. So the drag queen's actually coming to karaoke. Yes, how fun. Yes, yes. so See, I, I think, think that will be kind of because she's a bit like out there and like showgirl type. Yep. Loves a performance. So I could just imagine the drag queen coming yep. in and like her like, you know, singing with it. Like it'll be right up her alley. Exactly. But for me... That would be my worst nightmare, yep. karaoke yep. and a drag queen. And so, you know, I would rather like cocktail making mm, and going to like a rooftop bar yeah. and having like Aperol Spritz yep. in the sun yep. or, yeah. you know, having was, a boat or something or, you oh know, a beautiful house with a pool and if only a cheese we're platter. in Sydney. So, yes, harbor. think about – anyway, we've digressed. This is about bridesmaid duties. This is. We've got it depends. But I also think that like the bride Perhaps needs nothing to make for the, sure – Maybe like a mental game, do you think? Bridesmaid duty, just making sure the bride is relaxed and attending to them on the day, you know, making sure you're just pouring a wine. Yeah, and I giving think it to so. them while they're getting their makeup done. I just think those, those like gentle being there for them on yeah. the day and just alleviating their stress. I think so. I think do that's, think? yeah, I think that's all, you know, bridesmaids really need to do. Unless you are super strapped for time, then you can delicate hens or kitchen teas. But in terms of any wedding planning duties or picking things up for you or baking cupcakes, yeah. none of and, them and even are really your friend's job. We spoke to Kaya from the old One Day Bridal, which is now called Kaya Studios. Yes. And she actually mentioned don't bring your bridesmaids to even your wedding dress shopping mm, because she mm-mm. said there's too many opinions. Yeah. So I'm actually going to Kaya Studios in a couple of weeks yeah. and I'm just bringing my mum and my grandma. Yeah, I think it's so good. Because I think, you know, whereas back in the day you'd have all your – that would be a duty yep. of them would be yep. to come to your uh, 
wedding dress Fitting. shopping, but Absolutely. it just seems to be fading out, doesn't it? I think it is. And I also think like we're a lot older than while we're getting married now. So we don't have all this time on our hands. We have jobs, we have careers. Um, so does your bridal party. And so to ask them to consistent, it's really expensive being a bridesmaid. Like I don't know how many people listening have been bridesmaids and multiple times, oh, but it's bloody you spend expensive. Like two grand. Yeah. The hen's day might be two hundred bucks. You buy an outfit. And you've also got to make sure that like if any costs lag, you're not asking the bride for it. Like it's actually quite expensive to be within a bridal party. It is such an honor. But it is really expensive. So I yeah. think like if you're then saying, hey, I need you to bake cupcakes the day before or hey, can you do like, you know, um, coffee and food runs for all the suppliers on the morning of, you just want to be with your best people for your wedding day and for your planning journey. So I'd be really, um, I would say the less duties per mm. se and I wouldn't even say duties, but the less things that you give them to do or for them to think about, the more they're going to be there for you. And the more that they're going to be, make your life, you know, what it should be, which should be amazing and stress-free rather than baking. I keep coming back to baking cupcakes, but <laughs> the amount of times people have done that with their bridal party is mind-boggling. So, really? Oh, my Weird. God. But again, this is like years ago. So now I don't think it's the same kind of thing. But yeah, I'd just be really careful. Okay. All right, moving on. Next question. I have a question. What should we be looking for in contracts? Oh. Um, for example, stylists and florals okay. in regards to COVID, etc. Great podcast. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Can't even talk today. Great podcast. Obsessed, especially your recent show. But would love to learn more about what questions to ask to protect both supplier and couple. Thanks. Okay. Well, we have touched on this a couple of times, but in terms of contracts in regards to COVID, we spoke about wedding insurance last episode and there Mm. is none for COVID. Mm. With contracts for COVID, every single supplier will be different and you've also got to have a look at perishables, which is florals and food versus non-perishables, so like lighting higher and entertainment candles yeah your covid um contract itself if i was a bride i would be speaking to every single supplier individually and getting in writing on email their specified covid policy if they've got one a lot of them don't a lot of them have the same as what they had you know for every other wedding pre-COVID, mm. which is your booking fee or your deposit is non-refundable regardless of what the situation is. Um, some suppliers do refund on a case-by-case scenario, but um, you shouldn't go into a wedding planning journey or booking your suppliers expecting to get a deposit back if um, – you know, COVID happens, that just doesn't, that pays their lighting, that pays their rent, that pays everything. A booking fee, it it secures their staff. A booking fee is not a bond. It's not anything that is refundable. So just be very mindful of that. And then in regards to COVID, most suppliers, 99.9% of suppliers that I work with, they have, we will shift your date pending our availability. It's as easy as that. Every supplier is so 
open to working with the couple. I mean, our, our industry has been decimated. And so for mm. us to then all sit there and say, oh, no, we're not going to kind of help you guys is just crazy. So there's mm. not a supplier that I would say wouldn't do everything they can to help you. Um, I think you've just got to be mindful if you do need to move for COVID. Um, if you're moving from a weekday to a weekend, it might potentially for some suppliers be more expensive. If you're moving from a weekend to a public holiday, again, penalty rates for things like catering might be and staff members might be a little bit more expensive. Um, you've just got to keep those little things in mind. And then potentially with higher companies, if you have nine out of your 10 suppliers that are available for one day, but one of your suppliers isn't, then you might just have to be aware that you're going to um, lose the deposit and lose the stock there because we cannot be in 10 places at once. And especially with things, say, example, chairs, they can't just go and make another 100 chairs for your wedding. So, um, you know, sometimes if you do need to postpone COVID at the last minute, you may run into um, issues with suppliers, not through any fault of yours or theirs, but they're just booked out and they can't service um, what you need them to anymore. So there's nothing, there's not one thing that you should be looking for in everyone's contracts. Everyone's contracts will be different. I'd just be hyper aware if there's any difference in COVID contracts, but, but like within suppliers rather than their normal. And I'd also be very, very hyper aware. And it's probably one of the biggest points that you should take out of what I'm saying now is suppliers cut off dates. So for things like catering, signage, um, florals, there, there's an expiration date where they have to purchase the food. They have to purchase the florals. Otherwise, you won't get them for your wedding day. Um, you know, you're in a queue at a print house. If you don't hit their print dates, you're not going to get your stuff. So as much as everybody will work as hard as they can around the clock for you know, we've been working around the clock seriously since January, since we actually could host a wedding again. We have not stopped at seven days a week. So, um, you know, but just be very mindful of suppliers cutoff dates because there are some suppliers that cannot shift on this. And if you are not aware of that in the beginning, it could come as a bit of a shock when all the craziness gets closer to your wedding date and it, you know, something might happen and you might miss something or, you know, you've got enough to think about, but I would I would just put in your diary or in your notes or a reminder in your phone, your major suppliers cut off dates because once you pass that, you kind of can't go back because they have to all order all their things. So if you do want to postpone or if anything happens, I mean, you know, we had a five-day lockdown, snap lockdown here and all those couples lost everything. So, um you know, it, it, sometimes it's super unavoidable, but if you can avoid it and you can have a bit of a plan in place and you know cutoffs for suppliers and what they require, it's going to make your mm. life so much easier. Good luck, Georgie. Because that is a really hard one and I think everyone's all in the same boat. Just be open and honest with your suppliers in the very beginning and, and get them to tell you as much as they can. Yep. Good advice. Mm. Okay. Question three. Uh, this is from... I. AI, I'm not sure. AI? L? A L? L? Maybe. I think she wants to be anonymous, actually. This is why. Maybe it's anon. Yes, yes. And you can see why once I read out the question. Okay. (laughs) 
I, I want my mother to be getting ready with me and my bridesmaids on the morning of my wedding day. However, is it rude not to ask my mother-in-law if my fi- finances... Fiancés? What's... Fiance's family is contributing the <laughs> same amount that was actually written down incorrectly. I did not read that wrong. Mm-hmm. If my fiance's family is contributing the same amount of dollars as mine, generally my mother-in-law stresses me out with attempts to pick up <laughs> and control the process and I just want to enjoy the day. Side note, I'm having my fiance's sisters as bridesmaids. Ooh, that's really tough isn't it what do you think andy because you're currently planning your wedding Mm. you currently have to make all these decisions coming up so what if you were in if you had a mother-in-law that just stressed you out or or you know a family member that did what would what would you do um i don't think you have to Mm. have them involved in any way yeah um i asked my mother-in-law to come dress shopping with me just to extend the invite um, but she's actually said she'll look after my daughter while I go with my own mum. So, you know, I did try and involve her as much as I can. Um, yeah, I just, yeah, I don't think you should be obliged. No, I don't either. And I think it depends on like how fractured your relationship is with the in-laws mm. too. Like if it's just a petty annoying thing, mm. then yeah, extend the invite to things that don't really, aren't going to really make a difference or you know, uh, do do a day just for her so yes. that it might not actually have anything to do with the dress. You already know what you're getting. Yeah. You already know what you want, but you're yeah. doing it so that she can have the experience. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think you need to either. There was no way hell would have frozen over before I would have had my mother-in-law at any of my wedding prep. Um, <laughs> but there's also like an incredible backstory to her, which, you know, maybe one one Friday after a couple of wines, we can maybe make an entire bloody podcast about it. But um, I would say, no, you do not need to. I would give her a job or I would do what you've done and invite her to something yes. that is not going to make a big impact in the way that you are going to proceed with your wedding, yes. but it will make her feel like she's involved and she's special, yeah. especially if it's a mum of boys. Mm. because she doesn't get all the experiences because she doesn't have a daughter. Yeah. So if you can give her at least one, then, you know, not that you're ticking a box, but you do something to make her feel as if she exactly. she's involved. She'll get off your back or your partner's back. Um, and then you're not obliged. I don't think you are either to invite them to every thing that your mum's invited to, you know. And at the end of the day, it's your wedding. I don't so don't do Just anything do what for other people happy. what's going to sit well with you yeah exactly i yeah i don't know could you imagine i think so many people plan weddings with the um with their guests or their family at the forefront of their mind rather than themselves yes i could agree with that and we've had so many brides come and just say i just did what you know was going to make me my partner happy at the end of the day we didn't have anyone else's ideas or exactly 
Yeah, and you know what? Those weddings are maybe really hard to get that information across to your family and loved ones at the beginning because they'll want to be involved and they might get taken aback a little bit. Mm. But I actually think at the end of the day, like there's not one person that's done that that has said, oh, we probably should have done this or should have. They're just like it was the best day ever. Yeah. So I think cop it at the beginning, set your boundaries really early and then you've got the entire time to enjoy the process, however way you choose, whether or not you choose to include them or not. But there is absolutely no prerequisite that you have to include any, even your own family if you don't have a great no. relationship with, say, your dad or if you have, um, you know, step-parents or anything like that. There is no rules that you need to. But if you think it's going to cause conflict, give them a job. Yeah. Take their mind off it. Yes. I could agree with that. Thanks, L A I Anon. That's a hard one, I feel for you. So good luck. Yeah. That's All right. It. Well, next week on Wedding Planning QA, the hit list, we answer more of your questions. We've been getting so many. So we're going to actually, instead of doing specific episodes focusing on entertainment or signage or florals, we're actually going to keep us answering your questions because we get heaps. So once again, we bridesmaids do come up. We chat gifting ideas. Um, what's an out-of-the-box idea to give your loved ones and if you need to gift? What the etiquette is with spending money on your bride if you are a maid of mm. honour and how much is too much? So it kind mm. of overlaps here as well. Mm. If you have a question or would like our advice, simply record your message and slide on into our Instagram DMs or leave us an email with your message attached to hello at the you and me podcast.com. Thanks for listening. Hey.